radical honesty and radical honesty with my partner is one of the areas that has really bled into my whole life because one of the things that my partner Aitana and I do is we drop in with radical honesty with each other and we get into these conversations where we bear our heart and our truth to each other and sometimes it takes me saying it aloud to her for me to find my truth mm. like it's easier to say it to her holding space for me than it is to just ponder it and think about it myself and through that process it affects the way that I am able to show up in the world because I can leave those sessions uh, going out into the world knowing what my truth is knowing where my vulnerabilities are where my fears are what my desires are for the day or the moment or my life and that has given me so much direction being able to wake up every day or go out into the world every day knowing my center knowing the direction I want to go honesty baby it's all about honesty Hello and welcome to another episode of the Call to Courage podcast. I'm Gareth Pickering and I am excited to be introducing my conversation today with dear friend, business partner, younger brother, mentor, sounding board. Matt Darcy plays a number of roles for me in my life and I'm really excited to be sharing the conversation that him and I created over two years ago. Matt and I met in Mexico probably about, I would say about eight years ago now. And from the moment we met, we became mates. We shared similar interests. We had differing but complementary skill sets on the various projects that we've been working on. And Matt's been a part of my life since the day that I met him. And um, our paths have crossed at various times. We lived together in Mexico after we first met. He spent some time here in Guatemala for a couple of months and a lot of our connection has been online via voice notes or Zoom calls or conversations that we have created in the podcast. When Matt was going to get married in May of 2021, he was going to have a really small celebration that was organized at the last minute in Mexico. And... Um, it didn't look like uh, myself and Araminta were going to be able to join him and his partner at their wedding. We decided at the last minute to make a show at their wedding and decided to surprise them. And um, if you watch the video version of this podcast, I'll leave a link in the description. You can see the surprise video that we created for Matt and Artana when we showed up in Mexico for their wedding uh, unexpectedly. A couple of days after their wedding, Matt and I recorded this podcast episode in a beautiful place we were staying in, in Mazunte in Mexico, in the Oaxacan coast. And Matt and I had a really beautiful conversation chatting all about um, fatherhood. Matt was about to become a father. He's now the father of a two-year-old. And the conversation really ranged about some of his excitement and some of his apprehension about becoming a dad. We speak about some lifestyle design tips that you can use to better understand the process of manifestation, as well as a way that Matt uses a, a very specific uh, skill set and conscious communication tool to support him and his wife, Aitana. And he sees that as being one of the most important tools that they have. And he'll explain exactly what that tool is and how you can use it in your own relationships to build trust and to create solid, solid connections. 
Before I jump into this conversation with Matt, I would also like to share two invitations for those of you that want to continue to journey deeper with the Father's Sons Brothers community. We have a Father's Sons Brothers WhatsApp group, which is for men only, where we tackle topics and conversations around leadership, about plant medicine, about shadow tracking, about improving sexual intimacy, money, sex, power. We tackle all the topics that are difficult to have as conversations on social media. Our aim is to bring men together and to cultivate a space where we can talk about what's authentically allowed for us in a safe way and in that way start to model the types of conversations that we think are going to improve the world. So if you want to be part of that conversation, the Father, Sons, Brothers WhatsApp group is completely free. The only expectation is that you accept to participate in the group and adhere to some of the agreements that we have to support a safe container for conversations like this. I'll leave a link to the Father, Sons, Brothers WhatsApp group in the description for this episode. And the second thing I'd like to share with you before we have the conversation with Matt is an introduction to the King's Circle. Once a month, we create a conscious gathering of men called the King's Circle. And we bring a sacred space together for men to be able to connect and drop in and share what's genuinely alive for one another. And when we do this, we access an ancient technology of men's work that for many men was part of everyday life a couple of hundred years ago when we lived in community and the men would work on tasks together and hunt together and really the tasks that we worked on together supported not only the men that were doing the tasks but the community as a whole. Agriculture, industrial revolutions and changing societies have meant that many of us now work in isolation. We work in teams that perhaps the product of which doesn't necessarily affect us. We don't necessarily see the benefit of the work that we do every single day. Often we're working for a large corporate whose product doesn't necessarily directly support the community and the family that we have, except with money. And we've lost connection to the sacred space where men can show up for one another and reflect to one another where it is that we might be holding one ourselves back, as well as a place to be able to share what's alive and really receive the reflection from the men inside the circle. The King Circle is completely free. It's open to men of all ages, races, backgrounds. No matter where you are in your life, you will be welcome inside the King Circle. And if you've never been inside a men's circle before, expect to experience some magic. It really is one of the most powerful tools that has supported me on my personal journey. And actually, the men's work that we've evolved into has been something that supported Matt as well. And so if you want to join the King Circle, it happens once a month. I will leave a link for your invitation in the show notes to this. And one final piece before we jump into the episode with Matt is to say that since we recorded this episode, our business and our brand used to be called Live More Perfect Days, focused on the idea of creating a plan for your life by using an exercise called My Perfect Day. This is still something that we teach. It's still something that we're super passionate about. And the Father's Sons Brothers brand that we've evolved into really takes the manifestation tools, the, live, the perfect day tool as a sort of blueprint for your life. And we've incorporated all of that inside the Father, Sons, Brothers stable. So the work that we've done has really just evolved and now includes this component of men's work. And it feels like a really powerful piece that is now part of the work that we offer 
inside the WhatsApp group, the King Circle and the Father, Sons, Brothers Tribe. So thank you so much for checking out this episode. If you enjoy it, please share it with somebody that you love and um, enjoy my conversation with brother Matt Darzi. I'm here today with Matt Darzi. We are in Mazinte in Mexico. How you doing, Matt? Welcome to the show. I'm doing good, man. I'm a little nervous, to be honest. I'm just going to own that right now. <laughs> That's okay. I'm going to get through it. <laughs> nice one, bro. It's, um, it's really good to have you um, on the show and to unpack uh, a little bit about what has been keeping you busy. I'd really like to get into a little bit of our journey as well mm. and um, just share some of the lifestyle design tools that um, we've been working on together and that you've been implementing in your own life pretty much since our paths crossed. I know your journey in personal development started before that, but I'd love to, well, I know the answer, but I'd love you to share with the audience just um, what's been keeping you busy the last couple of months. Well, I tell you what, Gareth. Since the uh, since the pandemic, I actually fell in love in the pandemic. I met um, my current partner, Aitana, and uh, we uh, are getting married tomorrow, day after tomorrow, day after tomorrow. I still got a day, and so uh, leaning into that relationship the past year has been a really incredible journey, and it's been layered on top of all the work we've been doing with Live More Perfect Days, launching our Clear Your Money Blocks course, and really. Uh, through creating that course, was able to work on my own relationship with money and my own journey there so that I could show up and teach that course the way that we wanted to. And uh, the process of putting that together and offering it and combining it with our our Thrive membership at Live More Perfect Days, that's been consuming a lot of my time. And next phase for us is after marriage, we're moving to Spain, which is a big shift. Um, and uh, yeah, settling down there so that we can have a baby in <laughs> September. Just drop that in there. So there's all that. So there's falling in love, getting married. Uh, I had a camper van. We had a camper van that we sold earlier. So changing homes, changing lifestyles, moving to Spain, getting married, having a child. All that's been going on the last year, along with launching a new business. And uh, it's been a whirlwind, and it's been great. Mm, so good, bro. It's been... It's been magical to be a part of that journey with you and to um, to support you where I can. I know you've had so many balls in the air and a lot a lot happening. I'd love to dive in a little bit more to um, the journey that you've been through around money and some of the things that you did on your own money journey as you went through developing the Clear Your Money Blocks program, which we did together. What what are some of the takeaways that you noticed in your in your money story there? The biggest piece for me was realizing the old stories that I had with money. Um, I came from an investment banking background where uh, we really focused on creating projects that made money and, and making money was really the top priority. We weren't creating a whole lot of shareholder value. We weren't creating amazing companies that were going to change the world. We were creating mechanisms to use our money to make more money. And that, looking back on it now, now that I'm super clear on what that path looked like for me, I realized that I developed a really toxic relationship with money. And since leaving investment banking and going into uh, living a nomadic lifestyle, I'm 10 years on the road now, almost going on 11 years, and I've been living a life free from sort of material possessions and, and hoarding cash. And um, there was a time where I really needed money and I was having trouble manifesting it. And one of the things that you taught me through the manifestation game plan was how to identify where you're getting stuck in your manifestations. And the place that I was getting stuck was 
in, in decluttering, in, uh, in, in clearing the money blocks and clearing the decks, as we call it. Mm-hmm. In, um, and yeah, identifying that I had a lot of baggage left over emotionally from the way that I had handled money when I really had it flowing in my life back when I was an investment banker. And once I cleared that out, I was able to sort of see the forest through the trees and understand that, yeah, I was, a, I was afraid of success. I was afraid that if money came back into my life that I would somehow turn into the jerk that I was before. And, and I knew that the people that were in my life now wouldn't tolerate the version of me from 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, there was a, there was a fear there that needed to be worked out. Uh, and yeah, that was, that's one of the big takeaways that I share in mm-hmm. the, the clear your money blocks experience. So good. You also have a, you've created a, a persona for that version of yourself that you have actually used to integrate because you know, the, the saying that what you resist persists, if you continuously don't want to go back to being that person, you will naturally continually block yourself from manifesting the very flow that it is you're trying to use to manifest in your life. So share that experience, who the, the name of that, that character, that version of yourself and how you've accepted and, and loved him for. Are you talking about Jordan? Yeah. You talking about Jordan? Yeah. yeah. Jordan, Jordan is my uh, inner family personality of the investment banking version of me. And he was named after Wolf of Wall Street, uh, the Jordan character from that Jordan movie. Balfour, because yeah. He, he best represented that lifestyle for me. I mean, that was the, the thing that I lived. And uh, yeah, that inner family member is really good at putting deals together and making money and providing for the family. And those are his good attributes. And on the flip side, he's kind of a jerk. He's kind of arrogant. And he, um, he doesn't have respect for money and doesn't have a lot of compassion for the people around him. And so understanding that persona and recognizing that he exists, honoring him, and almost shifting him to a different role. Jordan now, now that I'm prepping for um, this baby on the way, is very action-oriented in getting a home set up and making sure that we move into the right community that can support us and making sure we have the right medical care. So he's now uh, shifted away from sort of the investment banking past. He's still action-oriented and getting stuff done. But yeah, reassigning that version of myself was, a, was an important part of that role. So good, yeah, man. Man. I love it. <laughs> Jordan, what a winner. <laughs> Jordan. What, um, share one story that you've got in your world around like a realization or a moment where you realized that manifestation was a thing, like some moment where you were aware that your actions are having an impact in creating your future. When I look back at the biggest aha moment that I had around manifestation, Um, it was back when you and I were living in Oaxaca together. We had an apartment in Oaxaca city and that was when you were really, you were really teaching me the whole system. You were teaching me the process of how to wake up in the morning with a pregame, how to go to bed at night, prepping for the next day. I had my digital order board going with all the things I was manifesting. Um, I had done my perfect day exercise and this was my first time really to use these tools and it was so great to be able to use them with you. And I had to go to Mexico City for a week for a business trip and I was working one-on-one with a, a buddy of mine and it was, we were locked up like in the basement of his house for like seven days working and on my last day I had planned to really cut loose and have fun in Mexico City. And uh, that morning I woke up and I did my pregame, which is a writing exercise where you write down the things that you want to show up in your day. and. I wanted a connection. I was single. I was in Mexico City, and I wanted to find somebody to connect with. 
And I remember getting up that morning and my pregame wasn't really about going out and seeing the city. It was all about finding a connection that day. Mm -hmm. And I ended up describing her. I wrote down how I wanted her to look. I wanted her to look like Penelope Cruz. I wanted her to be spiritual. Um, I wanted her connection to be smooth and in flow and uh, laugh together. I had all these, this whole list of criteria that I did as my pregame. And just like a pregame, you know, you kind of write it and you forget about it. You know, it's done in about five, 10 minutes and you're done, you go about your day. So I went about my day that day and I, I forgot, that, just like with a pregame, you forget what it is that you ordered. But I uh, went through my day and one thing led to another, to another, to another. And um, my buddies ended up just pulling me out of my comfort zone and taking me to a, a discotheque club that I didn't want to go to. And I was kind of <laughs> bummed out. And after a few minutes of being there, I catch eyes with this girl. And I'm not good at hitting on people in a club. Like, that's not my scene. But before I know it, she's standing next to me, and she's talking to me. She wants to talk to me. And we end up connecting and hooking up. And the next morning, I go back to my place, and I open up the journal, and every single thing I had written down, she embodied in one form or another and we ended up dating for a few months. She came to visit me in Oaxaca. I think she met my mom. Um, and so it was... Yeah, I met her as well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and yeah. she looks like Penelope, Penelope she Cruz. She does look like Penelope yeah, Cruz. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was... Uh, I had, At that point, I had realized, like... I was still skeptical then. I was still, still like, okay, does law of attraction really work? Okay, maybe it does. Maybe it does, but even if it doesn't, these tools that Gareth is giving me that, that you were installing into my life and helping me install, like I could tell that they were making me a better version of myself. I was at least focused and on point, and I knew what I wanted for the first time in my life. But that was the first time that I witnessed the magic part, where skepticism went to belief. And I think that's a phase that a lot of people go through. You know, We all have that aha moment where we, we realize that this stuff works this way. And that process is different for all of us, but that was the moment when I saw what I considered to be the magic for the first time. And from there, it just became a process that I did every day and kept up with without fail because I realized that it works. So good. I want to take a, a short segue away from the questions that we were having here, just to say that, um, yeah, I really appreciate how you've helped me shape this work and become a part of the team and help me take some of the the high level etheric ideas and really ground them down into a process that works because yeah that's why we started this journey together and I, th I saw I saw our co-creation so clearly from the beginning and so yeah I'm I'm grateful that you came into my world and for the journey that we've been on. And I just want to say to those that come into our community and experience what we've built at Live More Perfect Days. Yeah, it was initially my idea, but a lot of the work that's gone into shaping it and putting it into the system that we now have has a lot to do with your ability to help actually take big ideas and physically ground them down. And that really is when you and I have been through this process together, we've identified your skill set. And that really is that is really one of them. So I just want to say kudos to you there. Thank you, brother. Thank you, baby. That feels good to hear. <laughs> yeah, Thank man. you. So share just one or two other areas of your life that you just feel like you've up-leveled in the last couple of years. What is, what's something that you've been focused on and um, upgraded and, and you can see positive results? The, the process of, of self-development kind of has this challenge for me that it's hard to look back and really identify one specific thing um, that makes the change. 
like you look back and you see all the work that you put in, it's hard to really specify where it was. But for me, um, radical honesty and radical honesty with my partner is mm -hmm. one of the areas that has really bled into my whole life because one of the things that my partner Aitana and I do is we drop in with radical honesty with each other. And we get into these conversations where we bear our heart and our truth to each other. And sometimes it takes me saying it aloud to her for me to find my truth. Mm. Like it's easier to say it to her holding space for me than it is to just ponder it and think about it myself. And through that process, it affects the way that I am able to show up in the world because I can leave those sessions uh, going out into the world, knowing what my truth is, knowing where my vulnerabilities are, where my fears are, what my desires are for the day or the moment or my life. And that has given me so much direction, being able to wake up every day or go out into the world every day, knowing my center, knowing the direction I want to go. And yeah, it's hard to say what that really is anchored to. I think it's a function of, of all of all of the work that we do on a day in and day out basis, how that all sort of melts together into uh, yeah, into a catalyst for change. So hard to pinpoint, but yeah, honesty, baby. It's all about honesty. Hey, it's Gareth. I hope you're enjoying this conversation. The original definition of courage means from the heart. And I believe that we can have more courage in our lives by speaking from the heart. I'm on a mission to help heal the world by cultivating more courage, by having more conversations like the one you're listening to now, where I encourage my guests to speak from the heart. If that's a mission that you want to get behind and are prepared to support me on, it would really help us if you would share this podcast with somebody that you think would benefit from listening to this conversation or sharing it onto social media and encouraging your network of people to engage with our guests and the message that we are cultivating here at this podcast. It will also support us if you subscribe to the podcast or write a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And in exchange for your support, you have my word that I will continue to seek out the most exciting, courageous, and inspiring people on the planet to keep cultivating more courage and having more conversations like the one you're listening to now. Thanks for stopping by. And now back to the show. Mm, and then on that point, where do, you, where do you see yourself still getting stuck? And how are you using, what are you using to, to track yourself and bring yourself back online when you, because... This is the part that I love about this work. It's like we call it live more perfect days and then not every day is a perfect day. Obviously, life's not perfect. So what, when you find yourself stuck, where do you, where do you see yourself looping and what are you currently using as a way to get you back on track when you find yourself not aligned? Mm. I've been finding myself getting stuck lately with this, uh, with this wedding planning coming, um, accepting the gifts of others, accepting the... The fact that you came and, and surprised me here in Mexico a few days ago without me knowing that you're coming, being able to accept that and feel like I am worthy of receiving that. I've got another friend coming in from Texas arriving today. My dad came in from Texas and feeling like, yeah, worthy, worthy of the gifts and the love that people give me. That's something that I've been really um, pushing through and, and noticing that it's a, an edge of mine. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, you know, the tools to work through that, I'm really not sure. I think it comes back to that honesty. I think it comes back to recognizing um, recognizing where those contractions are throughout your day. So mm -hmm. doing doing check-ins with yourself and, uh, uh, you know, a daily pregame, doing the, the writing exercises and seeing 
what it is that I'm desiring in my day and, and thinking about where those desires are coming from. And in that process, acknowledging, yeah, where the, where the work is to do. Um, yeah, I'd say that's, that's where I'm at. Mm. <coughs> is there anything else that... Um, let's wait for that motorbike to drive away. Is there anything else that um, you're using as a tool now that you can um, reflect as being supportive of looking at your new role of becoming a father? Is there something that you're looking at and you're looking at your role of becoming a dad and uh, anything that you're able to identify as something that's supporting you on this, uh, this path? I know there's a lot of unknowns in having your first kid. I tell you what, the unknowns are part of that. Like Because I don't know what it's like to be a father, what I'm instead doing is like buddy of mine asked me the other day he's like man are you ready you ready to be a dad <laughs> and i'm like hell no i'm not ready like i'm not ready um and i feel capable i know that i'm capable and part of me preparing for anything is observing other dads so what i'm doing is i see dads everywhere now i see kids running in the street i see dads chasing after them and i'm starting to really observe the patterns and the behaviors of dads who i feel are killing it Dads who are doing a great job. There's this guy, I go to the beach every day, and there's this dad out there. And, you know, he's like in his late 40s. He's fit, and he's got four beautiful blonde kids running around naked everywhere. And he's not even keeping track of them. But he's just totally calm, not in a hurry, always on time, and just in control of, of his masculinity and his role as a father. And I'm just seeing this in all these fathers. I'm finding fathers and finding the gifts that they are exuding. And... And yeah, documenting those because I know that I can manifest anything. I know that I can manifest myself into being the father that I want to be. The challenge for me right now is knowing what that version of me looks like. So it's like, it's like doing the perfect day exercise. Like in order for you to have a plan for your life, you need to identify how you want your life to look. And so rather than designing the perfect day right now, I'm designing the perfect fatherhood. I'm designing what the ideal dad, the version of Matt Dazi, who's a father, what characteristics does that father embody and what actions does he take and what emotions does he, does he exude on a day in day out basis when he's interacting with his child and, and identifying what those are and documenting them and writing them down. That that's the process that I'm in right now. And yeah. So good. So good. Maybe you can just dive into that process a little bit more. So you say you write it down, but what does that actually look like? So something practical. So um, we have this tool called Future State Journaling, which is something we talk about, and I guess that's what you're using. Just share what that process is for somebody. It doesn't have to be about being a dad. It could be about being a wealthy version of myself. It could be used if I'm looking to be a healthier version of myself. What does that actually look like? How do you do that? So when I like, what I like to do when I sit down and do a Future State exercise is I like to imagine a version of myself X amount of months or X amount of years into the future who has already achieved the things that, that I'm trying to call into my life now. Um, and if that version of me were sitting down with you, for example, mm -hmm. how would I tell the story of being successful and achieving what I've achieved then? Okay. So I sit down and I get a piece of paper out and I write that story as if I was answering an interview question or I was writing a story that could be, you know, printed in a magazine or okay, something like that. Okay, so let's like do that. it now. Tell me the story about the future version of Matt Dazzy, the, the dad. So All right, so the future version of Matt Dazzy, the dad, um, well, so this version of me looks like 
my child is, let's say, going into the first grade. So I'm maybe six years into this thing now. Wow. We're doing this now. Okay. All right. All right. Well, the version of him started with getting through the birth. Uh, my son was born in Spain um, in a healthy, natural birth to Aitana, who got through it like a champ. And I held him in my arms and looked him in the eyes and felt that immediate connection, felt that immediate um, desire to protect and nurture and provide for this child with all of my being. And it uplifted me instantly. I, I immediately felt this, this power envelop me and access to gifts that I didn't even know I had. And as we brought him home and integrated him into our house, and started shaping our routines around feeding times and around stimulating him and giving him creativity and interacting with him. And, and that gave me just a tremendous feeling of, of gratitude and accomplishment. And as he grew up, he started taking his first steps. And I remember um, how nervous I was realizing that he could now move and so I went around and we did the process of, of baby proofing the house you know so so essentially what I would do is go through each of these steps and get to the point where now uh, it's the morning of him going away on his first day of school and Aitana and I have decided to drive him to school obviously because there's no buses and uh, we we know the teacher already and he's got a couple of, of buddies who are starting the first day of class with him and he's high-fiving on the way in and He's confident and he is capable and he, uh, he's set up for success because of all the love and all the nurturing and all the support that we had given him over the past five years. And so a future state writing exercise would be something like that that would be more elaborate. And I realized I kind of bit off more than I can chew there with five years, but uh, you, you take that chunk of time that you feel would be a reasonable amount of time for you to achieve what you're trying to achieve and you write the story as it can go in a reasonable way. And what ends up happening is, as you go through those specific points, you feel the emotions as you write them. You imagine what it's going to feel like, and you lean into that. And it almost, I don't know the specifics of this, but it almost tricks your, your, your mind or your body into feeling the emotions that you want to feel right now in the present moment while you're writing it, so that when those moments approach, you resonate into them the right way and you step into them in full power because it's almost like you've been there before. And that's, uh, yeah, that's future state writing and it's a, it's a powerful technique that we use not only for manifesting a thing like a healthy child or a, or a romantic relationship, but with uh, the My Perfect Day exercise. I mean, that's the foundation of everything we do here at Live More Perfect Days. It's, it's what do you want a perfect day to look like to you at a unknown moment in the future where you're free from any financial pressures that you might be feeling today. You're free from any relationship or family obligations that, that you perceive are holding you back or you, you don't have the right job you want. Let all that stuff go and imagine what a perfect day looks like for you. How are you getting up in the morning? Where are you eating breakfast? What type of partner are you waking up next to? What kind of home do you live in? What are your activities throughout the day? What drives the activities throughout your day? What type of work are you working on? How does it feel when you're doing those exercises? These are the things that you connect with. And just like future state writing, it, it allows you to connect with those emotions on what you want to feel on a day-to-day -day basis. It's exciting, dude. So good. 
I want to um, give you our penultimate question that we give to everybody that comes onto the show, and that is, what does a perfect day look like for you at the moment? Have you gone through the process of rewriting it since uh, realizing you're becoming a dad? Just no, I haven't. I actually need to do that. <laughs> I need to go back and rewrite it. Um, my last perfect day exercise was done maybe six months ago when we were just settling down here in Mizunte, and it involved getting up, being woken up by the sounds of nature, which is really big for me, which is symbolic of where I want to live. I want to live in a place that that is integrated with nature, where I can go out on my porch and look out at epic nature. Um, my perfect day involves connecting with my partner. Um, it involves working on things that I'm passionate about that, that feel easy and in flow because I'm working on my passion because I love to create and I want to be working on and creating stuff that that's easy to do, that's, that's aligned with things that I'm passionate about. Um, my day is also filled with uh, a social element, um, running into friends, people who I have strong quality connections with who pull me out of my comfort zone and into the magic. Like I strongly rely on my friends to introduce new experiences to me, to pull me up to that cliff edge that I'm afraid to stand on on my own looking over. And uh, yeah, that comes in a lot of forms, whether it's going on adventures or finding live music. Like I don't go seek out music, but there's certain people I hang out with that, that bring me to concerts. And so, yeah, my perfect day is, is really structured around, um, around all of those different elements. But I do need to update it around what it looks like now as a father. So I'll get back to you on that one. I've got some homework to do. <laughs> nice one, man. So yeah, bro, I just wanted to say thank you once again for, for joining me on this crazy adventure. Um, I hope that you find me pulling you out of your comfort zone into some new growth edges, whether they be in business or on our adventures we've been on together in the past. And um, yeah, I want you to know that I'm always here to support you as a business partner, as a friend, as a as a friend of a dad with a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Gareth, baby. Uncle Gareth. He's going to be on your stand-up paddleboard. Yeah, you man. Yeah, and you always have uh, a space in Guatemala to come and visit us. And uh, yeah, man, in closing, I'd just love you to share something um, with the community. Um, I love More Perfect Days community. It's something that we've been uh, journeying and building together. And yeah, just a chance for you to, to connect with our audience. Well, um, one of the things that brings me a lot of joy is when we get online and we see how many people are interacting with the content that we put out there. And uh, I go back and look at all the testimonials and it just blows me away to hear people who I don't know, who I haven't met, who I haven't really interacted with at all. Uh, yeah, doing the work and doing the exercises and sharing what they get out of it, like that really fuels me as a creator that I'm just blown away. I'm blown away when people do the work and make the progress and it, it just it just makes me feel good and this stuff works y'all. This stuff works. When you show up and you do the work and you, you implement these tools in your life, you see changes and you see results and when you join Live More Perfect Days and you're in the community and you're doing this alongside other people who are passionate about making dramatic lifestyle changes, like there's magic that happens there. So. Don't wait, jump in. We're here for you. And uh, yeah, baby, that's it. Happy you're a part of this. <laughs> Thanks, bro. And uh, the next time we do one of these, we'll probably be in Spain. 
Oh, damn. <laughs> the Spanish version, baby. I love it. Thank you so much, bro. Till next right. time. Have a good one. Much love.